All right, now we're going to be beginning Daf Gimel and Brachos. As yesterday, we ended off speaking about that there was a Kasha on our mayor and our mayor, and there was a Kasha on Rebbe Yezer and Rebbe Yezer. And speaking of Rebbe Yezer, we're beginning off the Gemara with Rebbe Yezer's statement in the Mishnah where he says, At That's when a person could recite Kriyashma. And um, the Gemara now says, Mike sub Yezer. What exactly does Rebbe Yezer hold? Meaning, what time was he trying to say? If he was trying to hold three mishmaris during the night, then he should have just said until the fourth hour. And if he was trying to say that there's four mishmaris during the night, then he should just say up until the third hour. And that is, as Rashi points out, there's a machlekes sanaim. What are we talking about over here? Is there four mishmaris? Is there three mishmaris? So liyolam ksavrish shlosh mishmaris havilayla really holds that there is three mishmaris during the night. So why didn't he say until the fourth hour? So the reason is, is because he wanted to teach you that there is mishmaris in the heavens, and there's also mishmaris in the aura as well. The Tanya, as the Bryce says, there's three Mishmaris in the night. And in every single Mishmar, he roars like a lion. Shemar's says, from on high, Hashem roars. And from his holy abode, his voice goes out. And he roars and he roars on all his net lodgings. So you see the fact that Rashi points out that it says yishag shoy yishag so it's three times so you see that there's three mishmars the simen ladavar and the simen for those mishmars that they have in Shemaim where the Malachim sing in front of the Rabbani Shalom so on this earth there's a Mishmar Rishonah it's Chamer Noir the first Mishmar is where the donkey brays Shnia the second Mishmar is Klav Tzayk and you have the dogs that are howling Shlishas Tinek Yonim Mishnei Imam Vishim Misap Erasim Imbalo and the third watch is when the Tinek when the baby is feeding from its mother and from when the woman is speaking with her husband and that's essentially when people are starting to rise up from their sleep so the Gemara says, so my kachashiv Rebeliezer, so what exactly is Rebeliezer doing here? How exactly does he count it? Does he count from the beginning, the end of the Mishmar? How does he count? So itchilas Mishmar's kachashiv, if he starts to count from the beginning of the Mishmar, so tchilas Mishmar Rishon So then the beginning Mishmar, why do I need a simon? Or to who? It's the nighttime, and the nighttime is automatically a beginning. I don't need it to, as a start. Isayf Mishmar's kachashiv, I have the daytime, by the end Mishmar, I have the daytime. And if I have the daytime, then I don't need a counting to, from, from the end. And if I, and, and when it's for the first Mishmar, since I have the nighttime, I don't need the counting in the beginning. So how are you going to count? So the Gemara says, Perfect. What I'm going to do is I'm going to count the end of the first watch. I'm going to count the beginning of the last watch. And I'm going to count the middle of the middle watch. And the Gemara says, bias Amon, if you'd wish, you could say, Kula Saif Mishmar is Kachashav. He really counts the ending of every single Mishmar. 
you're going to tell me that the last one he doesn't need, what case is it going to be different? It's going to be in a time when a person's going to be in a house that's dark and he's not going to know what time Krishma is. He's looking around, he's trying to find a window, he can't. I but Kevin Yisha misapperes and Balo v'tine kanim v'shtei imo lake of likre. I but once a woman is going to be speaking with her husband and the kid is going to be feeding from its mother, so then the person can go out and he could then recite Kriyashma. Now there's a very interesting mashal where he explains these three different simonim as how there are different times and how they have a lot to do with the rikia and person's dreams and how it affects. A very interesting mashal there. Amar of Yitzchak bar Shmuel Mishmed the Rav. He says Gimel Mishmaris Havilayla. There's three Mishmaris in the night. I'll call Mishmar Mishu Yoshev a Kaddish Baruch Hu V'Shoi Ke'ari Rabbi Shloilam. He roars like a lion. For Omer Oyla Bonim Shav V'Seim Echavarti Es Beisi. He says. Due to the sins, he says, "Woe to the sins of my of my children! I destroyed my house. And I burnt my temple and I exiled them to the in between the umas between the nations of the world. Terrible thing." And now we're talking about a different subject over here where we're talking about the entering of a ruin which a lot of different mefarshim explain how these two uh, sukyas have much to do with each other, which they do, but essentially it's a little different. Tanya of Yoisi, he says that uh, I was walking along the way and I went into one of the chorvas in order to daven. One of the chorvas went into the ruins, a broken down building in order to to be misspelled. And Baal Yo Zakhalatovishamali Ala Pestach Vamti Liachi Samti Tfilasi and I had Eliyoha and Avi Zakhalatoiv. You know, remember him for God. He was waiting by the door in order for me to finish my tfil. And after I finished my tfilah, I said to him, Shalom Alakha Rabbi. Marty Lone he said to me, Shalom Alakha Rabbi. Sorry. I he's he said to me, Shalom Alecha Rabbi, Vamarti Loi Shalom Alecha Rabbi Moiri. And I said back to him, Rabbi Moiri. Right? As you're supposed to, as for your Rebbe, you're supposed to tell him, Rabbi Umoiri, my, my, my master as well. Vamar Li. And he said to me, Bini, Why did you go inside of this ruin? I told him I went and said Davin. What's the question? He said, Why not Davin by the road? What's the problem? I'm afraid that they're going to interrupt me. I'm in the middle of Davin, whatever it is, and they're going to interrupt me. I'm not going to be able to concentrate. Bamar Li said to me, which a lot of different Achorinim, Rishonim, they debate whether this is talking about Tefil Katsar or Tzavinenu. We see Rashi Taisus, the Machaikis. So, I learned three things. I learned that you're not supposed to go inside of a ruin. I learned that you're supposed to daven along the way. I learned that when you're davening along the way, you should daven at Tefil Katsar. And he said to me, While you were, you know, davening, what exactly did you hear inside this chorba? What Rabbi Shalom said prior to this, we saw earlier that Hashem said this, and now it's uh, a Baskal saying this. And this is what Rabbi Yossi told Elio Navi. This is what he heard. He heard that... Uh, uh, the, this Yonah was saying that woe to the 
children of Klal Yisrael that because of their sins that the that their that sanctuary was burnt is because of this he had to he had to or Baskol's relaying that Hashem had to exile Klal Yisrael into the world with all the Umas Oilam he had to exile them. Now, he said to him right back, he said, I'm telling you, I promise, this is a, this is a Lashon Shvua, that uh, by your life and by the life of your head, Mereshalom says this three times a day. Not only this, it's not only this, but at the time when Klal Yisrael, they go into Beit Knesias and they go into Beit Midrashas and they're answering Rabo. So the Baruch he's shaking his head and he's saying, wow, praiseworthy is this king, praiseworthy is one that's praised within his own house. But woe to a person, to a father, that he had to exile his own children. And woe to the sons that they had to be exiled from the table of their father. And on this topic of entering in a ruin, again, they say, there's three reasons why you shouldn't enter inside of a churba. The first reason is, is First one is because of suspicion of a person being with a prostitute. The second reason is, is because I'm a pilot, because of this churba to fall down, and because of these demons that are in there. So the Gemara says, You're telling me because of suspicion, Why not just learn it out from Mepilus, from the fact that this Chorba is going to fall down? Why do you have to say anything of Chashad? And that is that Rashi points out that typically it says, We're talking about one thing over here, the Chorba, not to go inside of a Chorba. You tell me three reasons why not to go into a Chorba. Just tell me one reason. Why do you have to tell me three reasons? So we're going to learn that obviously it's talking about different cases, different scenarios where one's going to exclude the other and it only makes sense to say one and not the other. So, So the answer is, as we turn to Gimel Amit Beis, we're talking about where it's a strong standing wall. We're not concerned for it to fall. So, Chashad is still valid. Ah, but V'tipagle Mishum Mazikin. Then, why don't you just learn it out from Mazikin? So, the Gemara says, Betray, we're talking about in a case where demons, they don't harm two people together. Ah, so the Gemara says, Betray Chashad Nami But if there's two people, then Chashad's also not a problem. Right? As Rashi points out, the Gemara and Kedushin that we learn, if there's two people with a woman, it's fine. I know, Zokta Gemara, betray Pritzi. We're talking about in a case where the Gemara Kedush would also tell you that if it's two Pritzim, if it's people that are not uh, appropriate, they're not kosher, they're not kosher men, so then if they're two men with that one woman, it's still considered yichot, and that's something that we could still, it's, it's still considered suspicion. I, Zokta Gemara, Mepnea, Mepoilas, what about, uh, you're talking about if it's going to fall down, but typically Mishim Chashad Mazikin, but why not just learn it out from Chashad Mazikin? Betray Vikashi, because we're saying that if it's going to be a case, if there's going to be two people and they're going to be kosher, so then two people is going to exclude the Mazikin, and the fact that they're kosher, there's also not going to be a Chashad, so the only thing left is that if it's going to fall down. I but you're going to tell me because of Mazikin, but typically Why not just learn it out from Chashad Mazikin? 
I so we're talking about a case where bechor bechadati you want to be kesher. We're talking about where it's a new, uh, it's it's a new structure, so to speak, where we're not afraid that it's going to fall, and we're talking about where it's two kosher people. So there's not going to be chashad, and there's not going to be uh, a falling down. So ibetrim azikim But if you're going to tell me that there's two, so also there's not going to be azikim. So so there's not going to be mazikin either. So what's the Gemara say? But in the places where they're usually found, we're still chayshesh. And that is that at a place where, even if there's going to be two people, but since Rashi tells us that that even at a place where there's two people, where, where, where two people are going to come, if demons are usually found there, if that's a place where they usually hang out, so then we still should be afraid. And if you don't like that answer, Zakta Gemara V, by same Lechad, you want to tell me in a case of one, we have a, a new structured place, which is in the field, there's no, there's no chashad there, because a woman's not found in the field, but there's still going to be a problem of Maziken, and uh, the Misa, that's why we need the case of Mezikin. Okay, now we're going to be talking back again about the Mishmaris. They're talking about a case over here where there's four Mishmaris during the night. That's the wording of Rebbe, which essentially means that there's four grouping, each being three hours. Rav Nasan says that there is three there's three Mishmaris, and that means that there's three grouping, each being four hours. So my time at the Rav Nassim, what's the reason the Rav Nassim says that? So you see that Gidon came with a hundred men, they came to the end of the encampment, and the beginning of the middle watch. So Tana, we learned, so you see the middle, is none other than something that's before it and after it. So therefore it's three. But the Rebbe might what does Rebbe have to do with anything? He wants to say that there's two middles. He wants to say that there's uh, the beginning, there's a tichaina, tichaina, and then there's a ending. But is going to tell you, what, what does that mean? It says It doesn't say It only says one time. So how can you make up this whole zakhage of I so the Gemara, my time is the Rebbe. So what is the what what is the reason of Rebbe? So Amr of Zvika, Amr Ami, Amr Rebbe, Yishuv and Levi. Ksev Echad, one pasuk says, Chatzois Lailo Akum Lahoydes Loch Al Mishpatetzit Kacha. David Amalek says, in the middle of the night, I wake up Lahoydes Loch to give thanks to you on your righteous judgments. Ksev Echad, Amr another pasuk says, Kodmo Yinai Rashmurois that my eyes preceded the watches. So therefore we see that when David Amalekh got up by Chatzos, there were still two Mishmaris coming. Haketz and how is it? How is that possible? Because Abba Mishmaris have a Because there were four Mishmaris during the night. And that is because Chatzos Lila, if you want to say that Tzais is at 6 o'clock and Chatzos is at 12, so then from 6 to 12, there would have to have been three hours. So 6 to 9, that's 3 hours. 9 to 12, that's another 3 hours. And then because the Pasuk says, Kadmo Yenaya Shmurois, Shmurois is plural, so then you have another 2 watches afterwards. So 12 to 3, then 3 to 6, three, 6 being a Losa Shachar. 
Rav Nason, and what about Rav Nason? So Rav Nason, several like Rabbi Yeshua. Rav Nason holds like Rabbi Yeshua. That now as Mishnah says, Rabbi Yeshua, Oimer at Shloi Shalosh, Shekain Derech Malachim Amir B'Shloi Shalosh. He says, a person could recite Kriyashma until the third hour in the day, as that was the way of the Malachim, that they would get up only by the third hour. So that means that the Gemara, what that essentially means is that Shis de Leila Vitarti di Mama, six hours of the night and two hours of the day, Havaluhu Shte Mishmaris, that equals up to two four hour Mishmaris. And that is that since Rav Nasan holds that there's three Mishmaris, and that means that there's four hour watches, so that means that he holds that Tseis is at eight o'clock. And Chatzos would be at 12 o'clock, and then you would have another, and then you would have two more Mishmars after that 12 o'clock, so you'd 12 to 4, and then 4 to 8, but really it wouldn't be 4 to 8. The only reason why it could be 4 to 8 is because he holds like Rabbi Yeshua, who says, So really it would have to be Chatzos, which is 12 till 6, which would be a loss, but since he holds that that a person could say Kriyishma until that third hour, which is two hours uh, until then, so then that would mean that a person could say Kriyishma from six hours until, until 8 o'clock, until that time. Rav Ashi Amar Mishmar Apalga Nami Mishmar is Karluhu and Rav Ashi and so Rav Nasan another reason he says is because a Mishmar and a half is also considered a Mishmar. Va'amir Rabbi Zvika Amir Rabbi Ami Amir Rabbi Shua Ben Levi another statement from Rav Zvika Amir Rabbi Ami Rabbi Shua Ben Levi Ain Amir Rav Nei Ames Eladvar Shalmeis person doesn't say anything in front of a mace. only unless it applies to a mace. Amir Rabbi Abba Amir Rav Kahana Lo Amir El B'Divri Taira. Person doesn't speak anything in front of a mace, rather than divri tire. I will merely the alma lays lamba. So a person's not allowed to speak divri tire in front of a mace, but if you speak mili dama, it's not a problem. Aye, but completely on the total opposite spectrum. The ikid amri amu rabbi abba rav kahana leim relef yilu divri tire. The cold shakein mili dama. No, divri tire is not a good thing, but cold shakein mili dama. It's such a bizarian to the dead person. So David would rise at Chatzay Salayla, as we see here, with David, with Palga, the Leila, Havakai, but was it the David, he woke up in the middle of the night, he was, he was, you know, by Chatzos, that's when he got up. I Moreta Havakai, he woke up from the evening, the Pasuk says, but I arose at Eve, and I cried out, and when is Neshef, or to who? It's obviously Neshef is or to who? The Ksavit Pasuk says, Beneshef, Be'erev, Yom, Be'yishin, Laila, Ve'afela. But Beneshef, Be'erev, Yom, when the day wanes, daylight wanes, Be'yishin, Laila, and the blackness of the night, Ve'afela, and it's darkness. So you see that that's when David HaMelech woke up. So how can we say he got up by Chatzos when he was already up by evening? So Amar Avishia, we're gonna go through three Tarutsim now. David, I never went past Chatzos with my eyes closed. Rabbi Zera Amar, meaning I was I was always I was always asleep, I was always awake. Rabbi Zayr Amr, Rabbi Zayr says, Ar Chatzos Laila, Hayo Misnamnim Kasus. When I came on, on, up until Chatzos Laila, I was dozing off like a horse. Mikan Ve'ela, Hayo Miskabe Akari. But then afterwards, I was up like a lion. I was mamish and full of enthusiasm, energetic. 
and up up and going. Rav Ashi Yomer, he says, At Chatzos Laila, Ayo Isaac B'Tavit Torah, he says, Until Chatzos Laila, he was Isaac B'Tavit Torah. We come to Eilach B'Shiris B'Tish B'Chois. But from there on, he was B'Hoidus Lach, as the Pasuk says. He was praising the Baruch Shalom. V'Neshef Ortehu, Zakta Kabar, is Neshef evening? Ha-Neshef Tafruhu. Isn't Neshef the morning? The Pasuk says, V'Yakim David Ma'Neshef Ha'ad Ha'Erev L'Macharasam. That David Ha'Malach, he hit Ma'Neshef V'Ad Ha'Erev until the Erev L'Macharasam, until the next day. So my love mitzvah by Lila isn't that morning until the night makes sense right? The Gemara says lo or sevad orta. No, it's talking about evening until evening. Isaac the Gemara If that's true, that it's talking about evening until evening. So lichtof mehaneshef ad neshef or meherev ad erev. Why are you going about this whole entire way writing neshef erev erev neshef? Just stick with one thing. So ela amarava trei nafshehu. Really, this. Two different neshef. When it's talking about neshef, it's talking about two different. There's two different really explanations as to what that means. It can mean neshef leila va'asu yamama. Either it can mean it departed the nighttime and came the day, or it can mean neshef yamama va'asu leila. It can mean that the departed the daytime and came the night. And that is found in the Gemara Megillah that when it talks about neshef, it's referring to kafetz. It's it's a kafetz for Allah. Neshef is is is. What means it means to jump? It means to go. Kamar lenashav medochte, as the Gemara Megillah says. It means when it was jumping from one place to another. Zok the Gemara, but David mihavi yada palga the leila amas. Did David really know when it was chatzos? I mean, like what they had some kind of uh, app that we have nowadays where you're able to tell him the chatzos. You know, was that something that he had? Hashda Moshe Rabbeinu have a yada. Moshe didn't even have that app. Moshe didn't know, and Moshe was the greatest navi of all time. Except as the pasuk says, when Moshe was talking to Mitzvah about the uh, Makas Becharis, he said Kachatzos Halayla Ani Yotze B'Seich Mitzrayim. That it was like Chatzos Ani Ani Yotze B'Seich Mitzrayim. So my Kachatzos, what's that Kachatzos? Even if you're gonna say the Amar Lekitchibiyuchu Kachatzos Miyikosvekam Kama Mishamaya, you gotta tell me that there's a suffix within Rebbeinu Shloim Chasuvshan that there's a mesupik in Shemayim when it's Chatzos. Rebbeinu Shloim knows everything. Elo the Amar Lei Bechatzos Vasi Yuv Amar Kechatzos Alam Mesapkale V'David Havi Yada. Hi, but really Rebbeinu Shloim said Bechatzos, and Moshe is the one that came and said Kechatzos. So we see that Moshe was actually mesupik, but David knew. Aye, but David Simona Havalei David knew because he had Simona Dama Rabbi Achabar Biznam Rivshin Chasida Kino Hiya Toilet Malim Yitasha Shal David David had a harp that was hanging from his bed. We came in Shagir Chatzos Laila Bal Ruch Tzefonius for Neshavus Boyu Menagin Malov Miad Hiya Oimid Vayisik Kutare Achila Amrashachar David Melech he had this harp that when it came to Chatzos Laila there was a certain wind a north wind as the Baba Bas, as uh, the Gemara Baba Basa points out that there's a northern wind during Chatzos Laila came in and it played it played this uh, harp that he had and right away David Melech knew to get up and to learn Torah until Amrashach. And that is that Kevin Shalom Rashachar Nechnesu Chachme Yisol Atzlu. They came by his side, Amru Lo, and they they said to him, Adenino Melech, our King, our Master, Amcha Yisol Tzuichem Parnaso. Klal Yisol, we need a Parnaso. We need to get the economy back together. What's going on? Amru Lahem Luchulim Esparsim Mizamizay. He said, What's the question? Go Mizpanis Mizamizay. You should guys go do some business. Uh, so Amru Lo, they said to him, Ain't a koymitz must be a sari. They said a handful doesn't satisfy a lion. It's not satisfying a lion, which essentially means. That what we have is not enough to go around. It's not enough to go around. 
And a pit does not fill up uh, from its own earth, right? And that is that when you try to refill a pit, you dug, it's never enough. So you said, okay, so go wage war against those legions, against those, you know, against those different nations that were coming to Klausol and trying to get all the spoils from them and go wage war with them and take away their spoils. So right away they consulted Achitoifel as to how they're going to go about this. And they consulted the Sanhedrin so that they would get Rishos and that they would daven for them. And they would ask them to do What's the Pasuk supporting all this? And that is that Achitoifel is in regards to is the Yoyitz. And it was the council of Achitoifel which which he counseled in the days where it was like a person would ask, and it was like the words of Rabbi Shalom, which which comes to say that he was so precise and clear, it was like asking the word of God. He was so clear in his consult. And as we turn on Dalab and Aleph, Benayu ben Yoyada the Sanhedrin. When it's talking about, uh, and he was the Av Beizdin, and he was the Sanhedrin. Ve'Yasser elu Urim v'Tumim, and if Yasser he was the Urim v'Tumim. V'Chenu Oimer, and this is what it says: Uben Yoyada, Uben Yoyada. Excuse me, Ala Kresi v'Ala Plesi. And Ben Yoyada, Ben Yoyada, he was Ala Kresi v'Ala Plesi, and that is. As Rashi points out, that he was Rishon Vekoydim Lahem Shabtchilus Leitu Rishos Vachachachshel Im Yatslichu, that he was before them and they would first ask Rishos from him, and then afterwards they would ask the they would ask the crazy places to see if they were going to be Matzliach. Lama Nikrish Amam Crazy Places. Why were they called Crazy U Places? So Crazy she Shabdvreim that they were so precise in the words. Places she my Falaam Bedvreim. It was called Places because they were so wondrous in their words. The Acharkach and after all of this, after going from step one all the way to step ten up to what they're up to now, they would go out wage war with Yoav and they would go and they would get what they needed to get. My what is the Pasik? Where do we find the reference to David's harp waking him up? The Pasik says, what David Melch said about himself, he says, Wake up in my honor, Ura Hanevel Vichina Ira Shachar. Which means that, Wake up, Lyle, Vichina Ira Shachar. Which again means that uh, it was different instruments which would wake up, but essentially, Rashi says, is that, and this is what the Shulchan Aruch begins with, that, Sharma Lochem Hashachar Me'arun. It's that, other malachim, all other kings, they all get waken up by the day. The day is what wakes them up. Va'ani says Davar Melech, es hashachar. I wake up the day. I wake up the day. I don't wait until the day wakes me up. I wake up the day.